Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining. This is episode one of Not There Yet with myself, PDJR. Um, my name is Philip, and I'd like to thank you all for showing up and watching. This has been a long time in the making. I'm excited. I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, this is my first time trying something like this, so hopefully it works out. Today, I want to talk about overcoming obstacles. And this is going to be with my wife, uh, Mrs. De Leon. And uh, we just want to talk about some experiences we've had um, that have kind of led us to some changes that we've made in our lives. Um, we've gone through some things and we'd really like to share it. And we'd also like to show you um, what our goal is for this podcast. To, to begin with, I want to talk about, I guess we'll go back to last year at the beginning of the year. So the whole idea for this podcast was to get started a while ago, but we've run into a lot of obstacles. You know, we always hear stories about uh, the, the people that we know, the people we see on TV, the people that are famous, um, whatever the case is, when it comes to book writing or uh, other podcast members or things like that. And the main thing that that I came up with was to get people to come on here that aren't as well-known, or maybe they are well-known, and talk about like what it takes to get started uh, and to keep going forward on your journey. So that's where the whole idea of not there yet comes from. Like We have this idea of where we want to be in life, whether it's um, fitness or whether it's writing a book or creating things, starting a business, whatever the case is, you have this idea of where you want to be. And I just want to kind of, you know, pick people's brains and get to know like what their thought process is and what it takes to keep going, especially when you hit obstacles that could cause you to stop or to quit or whatever the case because I know things get hard we all know we went through you know the COVID and we had a shutdown there was the positive and then there's the negative on the positive side uh, for me anyways I got to spend more time with my wife and my daughter and you know it was enjoyable I didn't have to work but at the same time, it kind of took me away from interacting with other people. And because I'm, I'm interested in always being a part of people's lives and making a difference, uh, that kind of hit me hard. And, and it, it kind of hit me somewhere like mentally where uh, I didn't know how to react to it. And I, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. You don't know you don't know what to do because you're so used to a specific way that you're living. And then all of a sudden everything changes. You don't know, you don't have everybody to talk to. And yeah, we have social media. Yeah, we have movies. Yeah, we have all these things that we can do while we're, you know, alone. But at the same time, like interacting with people is one of the biggest things that we do. And so for me, that was hard. And it, I had never gone through depression. I had never, I had never like felt like I was in a dark place. But now I was feeling that. I started to feel that. And um, and then some other things uh, happened 
that I want to talk about. And, and I won't just talk about it in this episode. I, as I uh, bring new guests on and, you know, we continue to talk about this, um, I definitely want to share with y'all like bits and pieces of my life that things that I've learned on this journey. And so without further ado, uh, I'd like to introduce my wife onto here. Um, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm a little hot. <laughs> but, uh, so I kind of want to take it back, as I was saying, I kind of want to take it back to, let's let's just start at the beginning of last year where um, we we're both on this journey of, like, our jobs and the changes that had. This is after uh, the whole shutdown and getting back to work and all of that, um, because that all happened in... 2019 and then oh no I'm sorry 2020 and then 2021 is where I want to kind of start off with because that's really where um I'd say like we we had some really rough patches like in our job relationships and things like that so kind of just talk about um what you went through uh that started this difficult process that we went through so my name is Anais um um Married here to Mr. Philip DeLeon, Jr. <laughs> Just like you're saying, um, 2021 has definitely been a roller coaster of, you know, so many emotions and changes and so many things that happened that could have happened or, you know, are the times that you're like, why us or, you know, but they say if you pray for patience, you get you get it tested, right? So at the time I was working um, four, four days a week, um, but it, it sounds like a, it sounds like it's nothing. It sounds, oh, you know, you're off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but um, at the same time, it was overwhelming because yes, it's just four days a week, but it felt for some reason to me as if that was my only life. Like I spent more time at work than I did at home. And I feel like a lot of us get stuck in this routine of going to work and going home and going to work and going home. And it, it got to that point where I didn't feel the drive anymore. I didn't feel motive to go to work. I felt restricted as far as what I could do or because I know I'm so capable of doing so much more uh, we were just so used to, I guess, we get comfortable, which is, which is really the honest opinion, you know. Um, we get comfortable. Nobody likes to accept change. Nobody likes to accept that we are capable of so much more or nobody likes to accept that we get dragged into, into somebody else's dream. We get dragged into somebody else's routine and that's literally where I was at. I was just getting comfortable of, you know what, I'm I'm good. Like, I'm off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I work this many hours. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And it wasn't life. Like, something in me just clicked that was like, you know what, I know I'm capable of so much more. I know I'm worth more than a 9-to-5 job. It was very, very overwhelming. And... For some, you know, only God knows reason, my husband and I were both feeling the same way. And apparently, um, I didn't want to let him down and he didn't want to let me down as a spouse. 
So without us even knowing, we were both kind of going through the same things mentally until one day, you know, I came home and, you know, kind of just broke down uh, to him and just was like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy where I am. I'm not happy where we are. Um, I, I know it sounds so cliche, but I genuinely just wanted to feel happy. I feel like sometimes we define happiness materialistically. Like we Definitely. define it as like, okay, I have a husband. I'm good. I have a daughter. I'm good. I have a house. I'm good. I have a car. I have, I thought was happiness materialistically when I know I had what I was praying for one day before, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't completely where I wanted to be. And, and it was mental health. It was self-love. Um, that's exactly what was missing for me to feel happy for me to, for me to feel accomplished. And I feel like, and that was the time in both of our lives where we were just like, you know what, it's time to push the reset button. And I feel like that's exactly what we did. And because I feel like, um, it was a hard time in our lives. It was definitely more challenges that came with it. It wasn't just like, oh, you know, I'm just going to push reset and start over. No, it was very, very hard. It was very challenging. Uh, but, you know, now I'm more than thankful that it did happen the way it did because I can't imagine still having to be in that pothole that we were in and pretending we were happy or pretending that everything was okay just because we had food on the table or our bills were paid. Yeah, and for me... um I wouldn't say necessarily for me it was materialistic, but it was just kind of settlement. Like, I'm good. I, I got a good job. I mean, it was decent, you know, restaurant business. Anybody that works in the restaurant, y'all know how, how, how much you struggle. Um, there's good days and there's bad days. But sometimes, you know, it can be both your coworkers and it can be your uh, customers. So, like, for me, I was at that point already to where, like, you know, I'm tired of this. I, I've been working in the restaurant business for seven years on and off. Um, at this specific job, I've been working there for almost three years at that point. And I was ready for a change because I was like, I'm, I've been doing the same thing. I see the same people. And, and don't get me wrong, like my coworkers, most of them, I got along with very well. Um, it was, you know, a decent work environment. But there were certain individuals that um, I'll just say I didn't get the that vibe from. You know, we didn't click very well. And, you know, to reiterate, I started feeling like I was not being, um, what is the word? I was being used, but only to their benefit. And when I needed something and when I asked for things, I was given a hard time about it, you know? And I'm never the type of person that asks for a lot, especially when it comes to work. You know, I appreciate the opportunity to work for somebody and to do my job well. And they themselves acknowledge my work ethic. I don't have to say it for myself. You know, people have said that about me. So um, there was a specific situation where, uh, I, where like, it was like the end of the rope for me. Uh, I needed some time off and the, uh, 
and I wasn't given it because this person, you know, they had their own thing that they wanted to do. And for me, I, I don't live in the same city as my family. So I would, you know, take a weekend here, a weekend there. I would get my ships covered and all of that. And this one time, um, one of my brothers who was in the Marines at the time, he was coming to see the family and uh, I wanted to take a week off. I hadn't taken a whole week off, you know, since all of the, you know, we had been off for the shutdown, which was almost a whole year before that. So, you know, I was like, hey, you know what? I think I should take a break. Uh, you know, I want to see my brother. I hadn't seen him in a long time. He's coming to town to, to the family. And so I requested the days. I started getting my ships covered, but then I was told I couldn't take that because uh, someone else needed that time off. And I don't know, something clicked in me. I was like, you know what? I've been dealing with this for too long. I can't do this no more. So I came home to my wife and I said, hey, look, I don't want you to get upset with me, but I don't think I want to stay at this job anymore. And so I'm going to go ahead and put my two weeks in and I'm going to start looking for another job. And I was doing other things like looking into other stuff, too, because I've always wanted a career like doing film and, um, you know, stuff like that. So I, I had been looking into that uh, on top of, you know, trying to go back to school. And that's a whole other subject that I, I have so much about the whole school thing I, I could talk about, but I'm not going to go into that for now. But so I put my two weeks in and I finished it off. Um, I was no longer at the job. Aside from the school thing, um, you know, I... I now was jobless because I put my two weeks in and I was searching for a new job and um, I started doing um, food delivery driving for the time being, which, you know, wasn't great. I mean, I'm, I was able to make some money, but, you know, it wasn't steady. You know, I had, I was really struggling because not only do you have to pay for your own gas, but you know, you can work on your own schedule, which kind of makes for you, you know, if you want to be a hard worker or, you know, you can be more relaxed because you're not on a time schedule. So it's like, I need this amount of money at a specific time, but at the same time, I don't have to go to work this morning. And not to mention, you know, we have a, a one-year-old and, you know, we were, we needed babysitting and all that too. So that was also, you know, Thankfully, we, we've had a constant babysitter throughout all the time we've been working since we've had her. But, you know, it kind of made things a little rough because, you know, we needed the financial income and we also needed to watch, you know, somebody to watch our child. And so it was just like, you know, just a big struggle. That was just the beginning of it. So then, you know, she's out of work. I'm out of work. And then, you know, we found out that uh, we were expecting our second child and I was super excited to say the least. Obviously, you know, I love children and my wife does as well, but, um, it wasn't that long after we found out that my wife started, um, feeling pain. She was, you know, not feeling well. This subject is is very rough to speak about. Um, I know several people that have gone through it, um, but unfortunately, it was a miscarriage, and it was just a really rough time emotionally, 
and I know physically for my wife, um, just going through that. I know specifically the the day that you know we went to the hospital and and it was confirmed that that, that happening. When they gave us the news, I couldn't even talk. I didn't know what to say. It was like I was frozen in my steps. Like, and I remember, you know, my wife was wanted me to say something, and I just I couldn't. I I was. It's just one of those moments in your life where it's like a loss of words because there's so many things going through your mind, and so this added on to all the mental stress that I was going through with not having good work at the time, um, you know, so I was feeling like a failed husband already, failed father, and this added on, and so I'm like, man, what's going on, like, what do, what do I do, what did, you know, what can I do to change the situation, like, I, you know, obviously, a miscarriage, you can't bring your child back, and going through that, you need people to talk to, and that's what really helped me get through it, is you know, I had my parents to talk to, uh, my best friend Daniel, um, and there's you know just a couple other people that you know I was able to just talk to and and um, you know really get just figure everything out. Um, not to say that it made it easier, but I wasn't alone um, getting through the emotional process of it. So it was a lot of prayer and communication with family and friends that got me through that. But at the same time, I was still struggling internally, trying to figure out what I want to do next. And, um, you know, I was still trying to go to school. That didn't work out. Uh, I was still looking for jobs and, and I wasn't really finding anything. And uh, I was also struggling physically because, you know, I had been... If you go back and look at, you know, my Facebook page, my Instagram, you know, all of that, you'll see that I've uh, I've been on this fitness journey for a long time. And it all started with my dad, just to put that out there. But, you know, my dad got me to start working out um, when he started his fitness journey. So when I moved away, that was also something that, that I was deprived of. And, I, and it was my own choice. I don't – I'm not blaming anybody for anything. I chose to move away. That's something – that I want to talk about in a different episode. But uh, so I didn't have my workout partner anymore and I hadn't found anyone to connect on that level with. Like, you know, it, it's hard to find somebody that's relatable and that's similar to your style of working out and, and all that, like similar thinking and all of that stuff. So um, so I struggled with it on and off when I moved away. I, I would go and then I would stop and... and like when I moved, I, I was actually doing pretty well physically. Like I had lost some weight. I was, you know, starting to build muscle. And then um, I started eating more. I started working out less and I started gaining weight. And so I started struggling with that again. And so, like I said, it you know, it's been on and off since I moved away. And this is about three years, uh, this, you know, around that time when I lost, when I, when I quit my job. And so um, there was that. On top of everything else, you know, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and just thinking, like, just thoughts that I don't want to say out loud about myself. And so this all brought me down so low. Like, I even got to a point where, like, you know, it was just, I didn't know what to do. I was so down. I was so low. 
And um, thankfully, I was given an opportunity for a new job. And this is like towards the end of the year. So like, I've been struggling this whole time. I'm, I'm working as a, a food delivery. And, you know, my wife was blessed to get a new job as well. She got another job. And unfortunately, that one didn't work out. But then she got another job opportunity. And so she started working. And then I got a job opportunity. And I started working. So now, you know, we both have stable jobs. It's, you know, towards, you know, it's like October. Uh, where she started working. And, I, and then like two weeks later, I started working. And we were blessed by um, the opportunities that we were given to start these new jobs. And it kind of gave us a new trajectory on um, our future, like what we want to do and, and what we want our future to look like. And for me, that really helped a lot. But I still was struggling like after that. Um, I don't know if you have any anything about your job or whatever, like how that. Yeah, you. I guess once we, well, for me, um, by myself, I can say, you know, once I actually got into another office, once I actually started working in another environment than where I was at, at the, you know, at the place that I was working for, I guess back to getting comfortable and, you know, accepting just where we are, it, it like, it really is an eye opener when you start a new job, meet new faces and start like from zero again. It's so refreshing because it makes you have another outlook on life. It makes you actually be motivated and want to have this drive to do better because I know I was losing that drive. I was losing the want to, to have an, uh, a better future because I was just so comfortable where I was. I was just like, Oh, I'm fine. I have food on the table or my bills are paid or okay, I guess I'll do that one day, like one day, you know, and like, what does one day mean? Like mm -hmm. when is one day? Well, well, let me jump in real quick because uh, there was something that I didn't mention or that we didn't mention earlier that I do want to talk about. And that's um, your process of starting your own business, like making shirts and cups and all that. Uh, which is something that did definitely inspired me more to do this because I've always wanted uh, to do something that's that that I run myself pretty much. I'm not, you know, gonna call this a business or whatever, but um, it it also helped me, you know, to keep pushing for my own goals. So, um, kind of give us the backstory of like what got you started as far as like the artistry and all of that to where you're at today with your own business so to begin with i have a small business <laughs> uh, i know you just jump right into that but to begin with i do have a small business which i never thought it was going to turn into a small business from the day i started doing everything but um if anybody knows me or doesn't know me i love art i love crafting i love painting i love anything that you can relate to art i love um, so I always looked at it as, um, unfortunately, you know, I, I let those voices get in my head of like, um, art is dead or art is a dead field or it's a waste of time. You know what I mean? Um, because growing up, if I'm being honest, I don't know, I've always wanted to be an art teacher. I've always wanted to, I've always had that dream. I mean, Lord knows one day it might become it, you know? Um, but during... 
I don't even know. I think my pregnancy mm-hmm. was when I started. I just feel like, um, I just, I don't know. I started making more and more artwork as far as like sellable artwork and, um, more and more people, I got more and more people's attention and I thought it was amazing. People actually wanted to buy something I made that I thought was just a hobby. And so slowly but surely, um, I have created, you know, this, um, loyal (laughs) crew of people that actually want to buy my things. And slowly I, I actually created my business, which is now called uh, paintbrush, paintbrush band creations. And I don't know, it just took off. And apparently, um, what I have heard is that I have a lot of originality and I have a lot of um, just different things that I've always wanted to come to life and I'm still in the works of adding more and more things to my business but I slowly started by just making shirts um, car decals stickers but now I'm doing it all like I'm, I'm doing it custom tumblers like stainless steel cups Starbucks uh, snow globe tumblers also still shirts I mean, I don't know, you name it, I'll probably do it. Just custom signs. I even do face painting. Um, I did do it more often, face painting, but because of the whole COVID thing, I kind of stopped doing it. Um, but I guess, like, now that I look back to it, that, that was another reason that I, you know, I was so capable of doing so much more than where I was because, like, I literally started a whole little business on my own and was successful and still is successful and at one point it was our part of our income yeah that was actually paying our our bills and putting food on the table and i did do it as full-time actually um but then that was another thing as far as mental health it's very very hard to find the self-motivation as far as you know being stuck into it's in these four walls by yourself so I guess it's very hard to just stick to doing a home business on your own when you're so used to getting out there and having that um, interaction with people I, I know I'm a people person so it was very very hard for me to stay home and and work on it uh, but I was also slowly starting to lose um, motivation I guess to want to create I was looking more at it more as a job rather than a hobby so I was like, you know what, it's time to get out of the house, get get um, back in the routine of actually working again. And I'm glad I did because I, I truly missed um, working. I truly missed that routine of getting up and going to work and coming home. Um, and, and like, you know, like you said earlier, the whole pros and cons about the pandemic, you know, and also about our jobs, you know. I definitely enjoyed spending time with you and, and our baby and it, it made us realize like how much time we do lose when we are at home I mean at work um, because we are so caught up in just you know thriving for this paycheck whenever we're missing you know her first words and it, it's definitely a struggle as mom and dad but yeah, you know, it's, I know it's worth it in the end it can be draining at times you know like uh... <coughs> One thing that I've struggled with a lot is I have a good job, 
but it's hard for me because it's not something that I want to do. It's not something that I want to stay in. I appreciate the job opportunity and, you know, like I said, it has, it's a good pay, it's good benefits, but... At the end of the day, we know we're, we're like, living somebody else's dream. Yeah, and I, and I want to do so much more. Like, you know, when I get older, I want to have my hand in so many things. I want to learn so many things. And it took me a while to actually figure that out. You know, when I was younger, I used to, I used to dream so big. I used to have such a big imagination. And somewhere along the way, I started to get comfortable with just, I wouldn't say comfortable, but it's kind of a sort of comfortability. Like, I'm working, I'm making money, I'm going to pay my bills, and, you know, I got married, I have a child, and then I slowly started losing sight of the things that I always wanted to accomplish when I was younger. But getting out of that and then going through those things that we went through, you know, the loss and the feeling of like being a failure and all those things, uh, like she said, getting back into a routine really helped me to see like I have so much more potential that I can do, like of so many things I can do that there's things that I'm good at. Like I know I'm good at. But I haven't given so much. I haven't given enough energy to those things because I kind of limit myself to. I'm working eight to ten hours a day. I work Monday through Friday. So, you know, when I get home, it's hard for me to like stay in go mode because you want to rest. You know, get prepare yourself for the next day, and and then when the weekend comes, it's like, oh, you know, I want to enjoy the time that I have. So, you know, we're going out and doing things with each other and so it's rough uh as far as like um pushing yourself beyond the boundaries of comfortability like you know for her getting started on that you know it it took a lot of time away from us because she delved so deeply into it but in the long run it was a good thing because she was able to realize her gift and ability and to keep learning and to keep growing. And, you know, she has her, her followers and and people that respect her. And, and for me, I, I respect the work. I love it. You know, going like, I love walking over to her little work area and, you know, just seeing her just in work mode. And so for me, like it inspired something else. And that goes back to my whole fitness journey. And, um, like I said, I've always struggled with my weight and, and, exercising but something clicked in my head you know i i started getting this work routine and you know getting up at 4 30 in the morning getting off around two or three in the afternoon and and i was like hey this is a physical job i work in a warehouse by the way so it's a physical job um i can use it to my advantage so um i started prepping my meals better, eating better, drinking better, and slowly weight just started coming off. And right now I'm sitting at 60 pound weight loss, but that took a long time. And it took a long time for me to realize that I could do that because I would struggle so much. I would drop a little bit of weight and then I would put it back on. And I'm not going to say it's easy because it's not. You know, I struggle with it every day because there's things I want to eat all the time and there's, you know, I'm constantly being, um, ask, you know, if I want this or if I want that or whatever. And so like, you have to have the self-discipline to do that. You have to push yourself. You have to speak to your mind and 
give yourself that drive because you're the only person that's going to be able to do that. And that's that's a that's something that I learned from my wife also. Like um, nobody's going to do it for you. You got to do it yourself. And I've applied that to my life, and that's what's given me the drive to even start this podcast because I know that there's other people out there. You are watching. Um, there's things in your life that you want to do, and there's um, maybe you haven't realized it yet, or or maybe you're starting the process, or maybe you're in the middle of it and you don't know what to do, you don't know how to continue. But I'm here to encourage you and to help motivate you to keep pushing, to get started, figure out what you want to do, and go for it. The only person that's going to hold you back is yourself. Because you can get all the opinions of the world. You can have people telling you all types of things. Don't do it. It's not good for you. Whatever. And I'm talking about within reason. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say, like, go out there and do bad things. I'm saying things that are going to, like, build your life to be better. Things that are going to not just help yourself, but those people around you. Because that's my goal. I don't want to just help myself. Uh, Because what's the worth, you know? I can get everything and not have anything. You know, it goes back to what she's saying about defining your worth in what you have or who you're with, you know, because materials come and go. Money comes and goes, but time is limited. You know, from the moment you're born to the day that you die, it's a little tiny period of time. And you can choose to do as much in it as you can with the potential that you have, or you can choose to just coast through life and not do nothing with it. But the choice is yours. You know, you got to wake up every day and you got to discipline yourself and you got to look into your heart and say, hey, you know what? Today I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do it. That's really what it takes. And yeah, it's hard for like when you're going through mental stuff, when, when things around you aren't looking good, it is hard. I went through a point where, like, I felt like my mind was going to explode because I just had so much weight. What helped me through that was prayer. That's that's the only thing that I can suggest, praying. Because sometimes our strength is just not enough. Simple as that. Sometimes it's not enough. And, you know, but... You know, to get back on track, this is what's helped us to overcome our obstacles that we've gone through, you know, like, and we're still, we're not perfect. We still make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. So don't think that just because you make a mistake that it's over, that it's the end of the world. We have to make mistakes sometimes to learn. Um, Those are the best, those are actually the best lessons for us when we do things that, that take us off course, because then we realize like, hey, you know what? I need to fix this. And if you don't ever go through nothing, you're never going to learn anything because you think everything's perfect and everything's fine and it's not. You, you know, anybody that you know that's ever reached high pinnacles in life that have done uh, extraordinary things, if you look into the history of their life, usually they have some backstory about something that motivated them to get up and go and to do that, to accomplish that. And so you can take the lessons in your life of the hardships and the struggles and all of that and apply it to doing something better. Or, like I said, you can just coast. You can just, you know, be comfortable with doing whatever, and that's fine. But 
I believe that you have full potential. And I want you to believe that in yourself. Before I end this thing, I do want to say, uh, I want to give a special shout out, first of all, to my, my family back at home. Um, I love you all. And thank you for always supporting me. Um, I do have some specific friends that I, I did want to mention because I asked about it. They, uh, they've been supporting this idea since I began talking about it. So uh, my, my friend Mikey, my friend Brandon, uh, my friend Alex, um, you guys have really uh, been pushers in this thing. Like uh, I know that by me doing the things that I do that y'all you know told me that y'all enjoy it. And y'all continue to push me to get things going. Uh, Mikey called me out on Facebook, and that was rude. <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I really appreciate that because it shows me that I have support out there. And if you guys are the only ones that are watching this, then so be it. But at least I know that uh, I have people that care about what I have to say. And I hope that it helps you in your life. Um, so... That'll be it. Well, I just want to say thank you for watching, and, and uh, I appreciate you giving an ear and listening. I hope that um, it's helpful in some way, and I hope that you will come back and watch more because there's so much more in store. I, I definitely have some guests that I'm going to be bringing onto this thing, and I hope that you'll just take this journey with us. So we're beginning, but we're not there yet. Alright, thank you guys so much. If you like this video, uh, hit the like and subscribe button, and please share. I would really enjoy that. Thank you so much.